Hello, and welcome to the Quiet and Strong podcast, especially for introverts. I'm your host, David Hall, and the creator of QuietAndStrong.com. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to understanding the strengths and needs of introverts. Introversion is not something to fix, but to be embraced. Normally, we will air each episode on a Monday. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform. So how are you doing? Do you work from home due to the pandemic? Or have you always worked from home? Or maybe your work doesn't lend itself to working from home, but you'd like to try it. For me, it's been over a year now since I started working from home full time. And I'll likely return at least partially in a few weeks from now. I definitely have some mixed feelings about it. But now... I have some comparison. I've experienced working from home and working in the office. And I think I've gained some perspective for sure. So someone said in a meeting this past week, introverts are loving being left alone all the time. And research shows that they are more productive. So what do you think about that statement? There's two pieces to it that I want to get into today. Are you loving being left alone? What is your environment like? Has it been better or worse this past year? If you're working at home, have you been more productive? Why or why not? So with that question in mind, I did just a little bit of online research and I found an article in Fast Company called How to Design a Plan to Return to the Office that Works for Introverts by Scott Dust and Megan Connolly. So according to this article, it said, thanks to the pandemic, 50% of Americans are working remotely. Wow. Again, maybe some of you have always worked remotely. Maybe some of you have been able to do a day here and a day there, but it's really been different this past year. So according to the article, it says, employees are more engaged and committed when they can be their authentic selves and work in ways that align with their tendencies and preferences. For example, in a two-year study across 500 employees, Nicholas Bloom of Stanford University found that compared to employees working face-to-face, employees opting to go remote were 50% less likely to leave the company and had a 24% productivity boost primarily because they didn't have a commute and had far fewer interruptions. So according to this, people working from home are more productive. Again, is that true for you? And if so, you really need to be able to answer this. Why were you more productive? And a key to all this, especially for introverts is focus and also the ability to get the proper recharge. So focus is a key to introvert success. How much do you need? I think that's going to vary. But this is such a great time to have these conversations because most of us have been in a new environment and we got to see what it was like working from home. And perhaps... Maybe having a better environment 
Now, saying that, I know that all of us didn't have better environments. For me, it was mixed. Some things working in the office were better. Some things working at home better. For me, there's interruptions both places. Uh, they're just different. At home, I have a wife and three kids, and my wife always has worked from home. You know, my kids were doing school from home. So I don't have a really good comparison as maybe if, you know, my kids were in school or out of the house or, or whatever. But overall, the times that you can find focus, that's the key. You know, maybe some of you, you know, were able to really find that quiet time at home that you couldn't get in the office, and that's better. Um, but how much time do you need? Do you need focus time all day long, or would that drive you crazy? Personally, you know, I like to focus for extended periods of time, but after a while, I do need a, a break from focusing sometimes. Um, multitasking is not effective, you know, starting and stopping. That's where we really um, need to schedule blocks of time where we can focus on certain projects. And if you can't have that focus time, you know, there's always new things popping up in any given day that might demand your attention and diminish your focus. And I know for me, there's some projects that if you never take the time to, to work on them separately, they'll never get done. Are you returning to an open office plan? You know, those definitely can be distracting, especially for introverts. Maybe there's a private space you can use from time to time back in the office. You know, in the past, I've tried to make that available to people, you know, where they can have a quiet place to go. It's not always the easiest. Sometimes it depends on where you're working, but sometimes space is at a premium and it's hard to find a separate space dedicated to this quiet time. I do remember, though, one time uh, giving an overworked introvert a day in a private space and she described it as being in heaven. So focus time sometimes can be very needed and that can lead to greater productivity is having that time, that quiet time to focus on the task at hand. Another big piece of productivity for introverts is recharge. So if you're working at home this past year, did your recharge look any different? So back in the office, I probably got recharged just walking to meetings and maybe to other people's desks. And that may have been a break for me. Now at home, I definitely take more deliberate breaks because I need to get up from the same old spot. Back in the office, I probably ate at my desk far too often and I rarely took a long lunch. Again, now that I'm in the same spot all the time, I schedule myself an hour every day and I use that time to recharge. It may look different. You know, maybe I'm doing some personal business. Maybe I'm hanging out with my wife or my kids. Or I might just chill. Or even take a nap. When am I ever going to take a nap at work? But some of the naps have been very nice. So what kinds of recharge am I going to try to bring back to the office? Maybe I will keep that hour lunch that I've had. And then what about your environment for recharge? I have a recliner in my room and often when I'm taking that hour lunch, 
that's where I'm going. It's very comfortable. You know, my office back at work definitely isn't big enough for a recliner. But maybe now it's time to see, to look at the brake spaces and, and advocate for, for better brake spaces and maybe a recliner somewhere that, you know, people can share. I don't know. But it's time that we can compare some good things that we've learned from working from home that we want to bring back to the office. So the second part, you know, someone said introverts are loving all this time at home, right? So going back to the article, it said, notwithstanding these benefits, again, it was talking about productivity, connecting with others in person is at the core of the human experience. And not having that ability could cause some to feel lonely and isolated. Additionally, Virtual interaction will never be a perfect substitute for face-to-face -face communication. For example, research illustrates that the richness of face-to-face -face communication makes it easier to develop a shared understanding of team and organizational objectives. So in the statement, introverts are loving all this alone time, what do you think? Are you loving it? Is some alone time better but you know you still need those connections again i think it's a myth that introverts want to be alone all the time because we need connections everybody does it just looks different you know in general introverts may have fewer friends but these friendships tend to be deeper again deeper connections because connection is very important to all it just looks different between introverts and extroverts I know that after this much time, I have been feeling a sense of isolation from work colleagues and just the world in general. Zoom meetings have their place, but they can be just as draining as an in-person meeting. And as the article said, I do miss meeting with people in person. Sometimes there isn't a substitute. And I do fear that many meetings that we used to have in person will be virtual now. And sometimes that's going to be a good thing. And sometimes we're going to be missing out on that connection that we need as human beings. We need to work for the right balance. So what do you think your telecommuting future looks like? I think it'll be some combination for most of us. While some may never return to the workplace in the in-person environment. So... Hopefully you have a sense of what really works for you and what you want, what you need. And this past year has given you that opportunity to have some different types of work experiences. What environment do you want for yourself? You may need to justify how telecommuting makes you more productive. Or you may need to justify why you don't need to meet in person or maybe why you do need that in-person meeting. Yes, introverts may request in-person meetings. It's true. So this is an excellent time to have conversations about your strengths and needs and what works best for you as an introvert and what doesn't. You may have had more focused time now than you were ever able to before, and you can really see how it's helped your productivity. And now's the time to articulate that. I was able to find more focus with a little quiet. 
I was able to get twice as much work done or, or however you want to, whatever was the case for you. It's a great time to have those conversations with your supervisor and your work teams. This might be a great time for a workshop to talk about introversion, extroversion, and other personality factors. You know, over the years, I've done many workshops through work, such as the Myers-Briggs, you know, where there's 16 personality types. And, you know, one of the key things, it's not all about introversion, extroversion, but that's that's definitely uh, one of the keys there. True Colors, where there's four different colors. Or Strength Finder, where there's 34 themes of talent, and you look at your top five. Or the DISC, again, where there's four different categories. And you really can grow in self-awareness when you're articulating your own strengths and needs and preferences to others. And then in turn, listening to them. You will find some common ground, also places where you are unique, and things that can help you shine. And things that you can do to help others shine. Again, introversion is not good or bad. But sometimes I need a little space alone. And it's not strange. It's just what I need. Or an introvert may think it's strange that an extrovert seeks out people when taking a break. But again, it's what they need. So this is a really great opportunity as as the world starts going back to work in person more than we have been this past year. To help others know how you work best and how the things that you've learned this past year can be put into practice in the in-person work environment as well. I have a hope that great things will come from all of this. Things won't look the same. You know, we will be doing more telecommuting for sure, which I think is a good thing. But at the same time, I don't want to lose some in-person interaction that's so important. So we need to look for that right balance between how we can be our best and most productive and how um, we can continue to forge those needed connections. So thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to further connecting with you. Reach out. So check out quietandstrong.com. Email me at david at quietandstrong.com. I'll add social media channels to the show notes. Please comment on social media posts related to this podcast. Send me topics or questions, and we can address those on the show. There's so many great things about being an introvert, and we need those to be understood. Let's keep the conversation going. Get to know your introverted strengths and needs, and be strong.